You're listening to The Great Coaches Podcast. Hi everyone, Paul here, and just a quick message from me to let you know that if you are looking to improve the performance of your team, no matter whether it is a work, sporting, or community one, then we've developed some tools to help. On the website, you will find our Thriving Teams Diagnostic, which uses insights from the more than 200 great coaches we have interviewed to challenge you with a series of questions to help you understand how your team is performing. It's free and only takes a few minutes to complete. If you'd like to know more, you can check out our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Lessons from the Great Coaches podcast. I've learned that you don't do it alone. You learn so many different things from so many different coaches. That's an elite learning environment. Failure is not a problem. How you deal with it is a problem. How to be resilient. How important it is to infuse joy in the process of learning. To be a good coach, you've got to give more than you take. What an interesting life it is to be a leader. My name is Paul Barnett, and you are listening to The Great Coaches Podcast, where we explore leadership through the lens of high-performance sport by interviewing great coaches from around the world to try and find ideas to help all of us be better leaders. As the podcast has grown, the great coaches we have interviewed have shared so much insight and wisdom that we decided to create episodes dedicated entirely to the lessons that have resonated with us the most. Today's episode is on the topic of mentors. Here at the Great Coaches Podcast, we're working to create one of the world's best leadership libraries from the lessons our interview guests share with us. You can help support our project, get exclusive content and early access to the Great Coaches Collection by joining our Patreon community. All the details on how you can be a part of this journey are in the show notes. And now, onto the topic of mentors. The Lessons from the Great Coaches Podcast. I started my first professional job in 1993. I was 21 years old, fresh from university, and was fortunate enough to have secured a graduate traineeship with Nestle. As a trainee, my job was to learn how the business worked. And to do that, I spent time working across all the different functions, from warehousing to accounting through to sales repping. My workday finished at 4 p.m., and one day in that first year, I asked one of the key account managers if he would like help after I finished work. That gentleman was named Eugene Verricchio, and he became my first mentor. 
He is still in my life now and over the years has helped me with my work challenges like difficult managers through to the ups and downs of raising children and finding balance in a life where you are trying to juggle so many roles. I have been very fortunate to find other mentors like Eugene in my life and each of them has been just that little further along life's curve and open to sharing their experiences in the hope that it might help. They are an invaluable resource, especially when you are faced with new or unfamiliar challenges. One of the things we have heard many times from our interview guests is the importance of surrounding yourself with mentors. In the words of the Australian swim team coach Rowan Taylor, they are your most important resource as a leader. For me, the resources I find helpful are my sphere of influence, uh, the people I surround myself with. Um, as, a, as a, what I would say is the people I go to to tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. So they're the people that I know I can call and, and they'll give me feedback that uh, is helpful to, they, they understand what I'm trying to achieve. So that's probably my most important resource. The legendary Australian rules football coach David Parkin builds on this idea of mentors being your most important resource by calling them his critical friends who are not afraid to be blunt with you. The greatest asset for me was to have what I would call mentors, for want of a better word, better still, critical friends who knew you, loved you, knew your business and could tell it to you exactly. So if you don't have someone in your life who knows you extremely well, who knows your business that is your specific role in that business at the moment well, who is available, can watch you at work and hear you. But having that, I call them critical friends, who can give it to you in a way that you need to hear it, who do have the experience and background and understandings required, to have them in your life is critical. Here is an example of a mentor acting as a critical friend that ultimately led to personal improvement from Helene Wilson. Helene is a netball coach and now works for High Performance New Zealand, helping and mentoring other coaches. And I definitely, hands down, would thank my mentor, Lynn Gunson. I consider her to be a master coach. She's coached the Silver Ferns here in New Zealand. She's coached England netball and she works as a coaching consultant for High Performance Sport New Zealand. I was lucky to meet her about 15 years ago and I remember my first interaction with her, I had applied for a New Zealand secondary school coaching role and the applications, they let me know the applications had, they decided to reopen them up and and put applications out and obviously when that happens to you kind of think, oh I'm obviously not good enough kind of thing and I said it to her very naively at the time and, and I remember her turning around and saying to me, you're not good enough but why is that? And that's a really direct, what is it? And it made me go away and think, and I went, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, like I'm not good enough because you kind of ego, your ego gets a bit bruised when you miss out on a role or you think you should get it and you don't. And I think the fact that she asked me that question made me curious at the time. And I can remember multiple times as a mentor, she's supported me when I've needed her to support me, when I've been really challenged and vulnerable as a coach, but when I've needed to be challenged because I'm making excuses or not really seeing the wood between the trees, she's really challenged me to look at myself first and think, did I do the best job to prepare the athletes? Because at the end of the day, the way the athletes perform 
are a reflection of the orchestration of everything that you're doing as a head coach. So you can't change everybody and win everything all the time, but you can lever growing, learning, success and shift in performance at all times as a coach, if you're aware and noticing what you're doing. So I'm very grateful for her for the robust conversation she's had with me. And there's been many of them over the years to help me be a better coach. Mentors are not just for young people either. In my experience as a managing director, they provided a strong counterpoint to balance your thinking. This was also something that Neil Craig spoke to us about. Neil has been both a head coach and is now a mentor to other elite-level coaches. The role of the mentor now, I think, in, in high-performance coaching is, uh, is crucial because of uh, it's such a complicated and complex role to play. So uh, we all need help. And, uh, and it's the older coaches that have been around for a while and who are happy to be vulnerable and have this humility say, uh, yeah, come in here. As I said, they still control the situation. They're still in charge and they accept that responsibility. Uh, But they just want a bit of balance in their thinking. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Alan Smith was a great coach in his own right in the English Premier League and these days mentors the English soccer coach Gareth Southgate. Alan was terrific to interview, full of the kind of deep wisdom that many years of success and failure helps cultivate. Here he talks about how the use of mentors has changed over the arc of his career journey. Well, I didn't really, if I'm honest, have anybody of any great stature People were much more ruthless in that, that period. There wasn't, people saw that as a weakness. If, you, if I'd have said when I was being brought on as a coach, uh, I want, you know, I want a mentor. I think people would have thought that was quite strange. You know, we were very macho. We were very much out there. And I, I realized, you know, and Gallus talks about it in his book. Of, you know, people see us as we are now. You know, they see you there. They, they see me, they see Jim, they see the self-confidence we seem to have. But actually, there's a lot of self-doubt in all of us. And I, I must say, I didn't really have anybody that mentored. Mentors are able to help you achieve a more balanced view by giving you a perspective you may not have considered or by challenging your thinking. There has been several times when our guests have talked about their mentors and mentioned how they come from industries or environments that are very different from theirs. 
Here is an example from Tanya Oxterby, who coaches in the Women's Super League in the UK. My mentor is not in football. She's been in the army. She's played elite sport for her country and been to Olympic Games. And so she she gets performance sport, but she's not from football at all. And she is probably one of the, the main reasons, I guess, for me that I got through that first period of this season because she's the person that you can be vulnerable to. She's the person that you can say, I, I don't know what I'm, I don't know where to go next here. And she's able to bring me back and sort of say, well, hang on a second. You're one of the most clearly defined people that I know. This is what, you know, we've spoken about previously. Talk to me about why you're thinking that. Another interesting example of a coach working with their mentor comes from Thomas Frank, who leads Brentford in the English Premier League. I like this idea of using constructive cynicism and how he is methodical in using it with his mentor. I have that mentor, I speak to him once a week. And the good thing about having him constantly speaking or adjusting my leadership every week is that he's so good in terms of keeping me on track with, for example, energy. With uh, We work with an element that's called constructive cynicism in terms of all the, the time suckers, all that cut it, but also in terms of every other aspect in, in the daily work. We're working very hard on, on those four main pillars I spoke to you about, hard work, togetherness, attitude, and performance. Try to really reinforce it every single day, every week in the team so they know it. Another critical area of focus for coaches with their mentors is dealing with self-doubt when it arises. Here, the basketball coach Dean Vickerman describes how his mentor helped reinforce to him that he was doing the right things with the culture, a question that you often ask yourself as a leader when performance is slipping. I normally deal with a lot of things myself, but through those times of self-doubt, you know, having um, those mentors above you that could uh, reinforce, you know, that you were living the culture, you were doing the right things, um, but you just needed to make some changes uh, to your to the personnel and to your own accountability to, to player relationships as well. Mentors do not have to come from outside the team or organisation, though. World Cup winning cricket coach Steve Jenkin explains how the senior players on his team took on a mentoring role. And I approached the senior players who I thought were either going to give it away in the next two or three years or they might go to the next World Cup. And I just asked them, would they... Mentor is a hard thing because I believe a mentor is someone who you build a relationship with and... But I asked them, would they help the younger players and bring them through? And when I first asked them this, I had a couple of replies. Well, when I first came into the Australian team, no one helped me. But to their credit, people like Catherine Fitzpatrick and Lisa Kitely, Avril Fay, worked with the younger kids and brought them through right on time in the 2005 World Cup where our likes of... Alex Blackwell was there, Lisa Kitely was there, Kate Blackwell was there. They did a great job in bringing those players through. And that's what makes a great team and a great coach, I guess, well, it helps being, if people want to call you a great coach, that the players are there driving all the time. They're driving your program. They're driving that the new players understand that they can't cut corners. If you are thinking of finding a mentor for yourself and want to know where to start, 
good advice comes from the University of Toledo women's basketball coach, Trisha Cullop. Well, number one, it's a huge compliment to the person you're asking. And many people, if they have the time, are going to say yes. Uh, and so not being afraid to. Uh, I think there's a book out called Never Eat Alone. And it talks about inviting people to lunch and and asking them during lunchtime because everybody's got to eat. And, and during a lunchtime, having some questions prepared to ask those people, one of them could be, would you be willing to be a mentor? But it might even just be, can I get some information from you to make myself better, to understand why you're so successful at what you do? Uh, just those simple little things. You may take one thing from that person, but even that one thing could be life-changing. And so I think not being afraid to ask people. And, and then if you get a no, don't be disheartened uh, because there's plenty of people in our field uh, that are very, very good at what they do for various reasons. There's a lot of different ways to to carve it up. And I think that if you if you ask for that help, you'll be surprised what you get in return. The WBCA has a mentoring program and I've been a part of it as a mentor. And I wish that when I was a younger coach, I would have been a mentee in that. Uh, because I think that even those conversations as a mentor helped me. Sometimes the mentees were doing things that I was like, wow, that's incredible. Um, you know, I that's, I've never thought about that. And so that conversation sparks a lot of different uh, items that can help everyone. And uh, don't be afraid. People will be so excited that you thought enough of them to ask that most of them will say yes. The final word on mentors comes from the Australian cricket coach, Justin Langer, who builds on the idea of how critical good mentors can be by highlighting it as the main piece of advice he wanted to offer the audience in our interview. One thing I'll say, I would not be here talking to you today without incredible mentors in my life. And if I could give people one bit of advice at any age, have a curious mind and and search for mentors. And a lot of people, the mistake they make is they think they already know it all and they don't ask questions. And I've said this for many, many years. I hope in the last day of my coaching career, I still consider myself as a novice coach. In other words, I hope I'm still learning. Hi everyone, it's Jim here. We hope you enjoyed our episode on mentors and found one or two things that you can bring to your own dinner table, locker room, or even your boardroom table for discussion. The key lessons I've taken away on the topic of mentors from our great coaches are mentors can be one of your most important resources as a leader. They act as your critical friends and are not afraid to give you direct unabashed feedback. Mentors also help you build self-belief and bring balance to your thinking. Encourage others you are leading to either take on a mentor role or find mentors to help them. And don't see mentors as a sign of weakness. Instead, view them as an extension of your curiosity. Here at The Great Coaches Podcast, we're always trying to learn. So please let us know if you have any feedback. Just like Duncan C., who said, love the wisdom and sincerity of the guests, so enlightening. Gosh, thanks, Duncan C. The interaction with people around the world who listen gives us great energy. And so if you have any feedback or comments, please let us know. And also, if you're interested in helping us create one of the world's best leadership libraries from the lessons our interview guests share with us, then you can join us in our journey by joining our growing Patreon community. All the details on how you can do this or just connect with us are in the show notes or on our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com.
ACAST.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 